the Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Mark Grody of the Bears Report. What happened with you and DJ Moore in the parking lot? Oh, we're in the parking lot, wouldn't I was tasked with giving DJ Moore some cigars. 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 What about cigars? From a cigar store downtown called Biggs. Brad Biggs. Yeah, not, no, not that big. Uh, morning, boys. What's going on? Morning, Brad. Morning, everybody. Morning, Moon. Morning, Mor- Sunshine. Morning, Cigars. Morning, Cigars. DJ Moore loves cigars. I know DJ's a cigar guy. I couldn't find DJ Moore in the locker room on Friday. Just wasn't there. A lot of guys leave yeah. early. So I was like, ah, oh, crap. Now I got to hold on to these damn cigars. So you're staking them out in the parking lot like a creep. No, I was not. That's not what happened at all. I go to the media lot, get in my car, and then I see DJ Moore right behind me get out of a car. I'm like, I open the door. I go, DJ? He's like, yeah. I was like, I got these cigars for you. Take it easy on that cigar, boy. A little bit confused about what was going on. He popped out of his car and and saw me, and I was like, what is going on? But then he told me, y'all, gave me uh, some cigars, so I was happy. A little scared. You popped out of the car. Yeah, yeah, I did. What's this guy doing? Honestly, it was probably pretty aggressive because I I was looking at the Oh, DJ's here. (laughs) You walking up on me like John got it, babe. You don't want none of this here, boy. You don't want none of this here. Chris Emma kept asking me for a cigar, and I almost gave him one. Our nightmare was there would have been one special cigar. That, oh, did he did he try the, the Scheinhauser? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Or whatever it is. Like, I didn't get a Scheinhauser. Yeah, I didn't get the Oh, you didn't try the Scheinhauser. German cigars <laughs> are really delicious. where it's at. Now, this is just a little token of my appreciation. You didn't have to. These are Monte Cristos. These are Cuban. Yeah, they're the best, right? They're illegal, aren't they? Cigars. Oh, that dreamy tone. I bet this will have to come by, huh? <laughs> yeah, they fell off a truck. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three. And here, here we go, go Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Here we go. Nothing has happened. <laughs> the state of the Bears. On January 9th at 2.30 p.m. I, I, I'm i just excited to one day have a Scheinhauser <laughs> cigar. Oh, it sounds delicious. It really does. Yeah. I mean, yeah, hints of schnitzel. Um, you know, there's all sorts of great German flavors that would go into a cigar. Famously. Uh, Last time I smoked a cigar, I ended up... Uh, throwing up barefoot on the side of the highway in Milwaukee. Oh, boy. Yeah, it was not not good. You know, I'm more of an inhaler than a, <laughs> than a puffer. And uh, so, you know, I had a few drinks. It was uh-huh. a bachelor party. He was riding shotgun in a car, smoked a cigar at the end of a golf course round. And I was just like, you got to pull over or this is going to get bad. My late grandfather, my namesake, who died before I was born, big cigar guy, and I have his old humidor. It's a Benson and Hedges humidor. Oh, sure, beautiful. It, it, it looks beautiful. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't use it. It's yeah, probably you, worth what, something. Yeah, what do you use it for? No, I don't. I don't use it at all. It's a doorstop paperweight. I did used to keep weed in there, and a shock to no one. <laughs> That's nice. It was a good place for it. And granddad would be happy. Uh, it's a cousin know. of tobacco. Dad wouldn't be happy. <laughs> oh, but sure. You know, maybe would have come around. No, we can't always do things to make our parents please. Hey, it's- real quick on that open. Happy birthday to Mark Grody, by the way. Oh, yeah. my God. today. Out. Mark Grody's birthday is today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Next birthday, Mike. Yeah. Let's, let's get Dave the cat something. Happy. <laughs> That's all he gets. 
didn't even get the full thing. Nice of the Bears, though, to not do anything so that he, you know, did some reporting yesterday. He might be back out at House Hall tomorrow mm-hmm. or the next day. But uh, he gets the day off today. That's, that's very nice that's, of them. That's a lovely thing. I, I don't, they're talking now, right? The Bears are talking now. We're waiting uh, for the puff of smoke from the, uh, the, the papal enclave there up at Hallis Hall. Yeah, I think that I think that is, that is how it goes. I think that's how Kevin Warren wants it to go. Yes, I do. I do. Sorry, you walked right into that for me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was me. I'm gonna point my two thumbs right at me. That is 100% I did. I, I handed it over on me. I did. Uh, but no, I think that they listen. I I think that they are being doing their due diligence. I think that they are taking their time. Mm-hmm. Uh, there haven't been a ton of firings. There've been some. There were some that happened in season. So we're gonna ask Peter King in an hour. How many more he expects there to be? Because I think that's the there's new rules for this stuff in terms of like when you can do hiring and interviewing coaches that are still in the postseason. Sure. There there are new rules in place that are made to deliberately slow down this process. Mm-hmm. So I don't think Bears fans should freak out one way or the other on this yet. And by the way, some people want Matt Eberflus back because they really want continuity and think that they improved enough where he deserves it. And they were tanking last year. Like, so wherever your position is on this, I do think that in, as long as we get an answer in 48 hours, uh-huh. I think we should be fine. That said, this is the place to be because yeah. there could be something literally any moment I, on any of the coordinators or on Eberflus, positive or negative. It's entirely possible we get news of some kind by the end of the day. In fact, I think it's, it's on the board that Luke Getzey is, is announced or leaked to be gone by the end of the day. I think that's on the board too. Um, and so obviously eagerly awaiting that, uh, we will then have to all get on the record of like, okay, this is what they did with the coaching staff. What do we think that means with the quarterback? Yeah. Right? Like is getting rid of Getzey a move for Justin Fields? Are they getting rid of Janoko and everyone on the offensive coaching staff? Mm-hmm. Is someone getting promoted? Uh, is Matt Eberflus going to get to draft this quarterback? You know what I mean? There's We're going to have a lot of reading of the tea leaves based on the moves that they have, and then we still won't really know uh, until it gets closer to the draft. But did you think you were watching the next Bears coach win a national championship last night? I got to tell you, I did have a couple of moments as I'm watching it because – of the way that Jim Harbaugh seems to choose his challenges very specifically and symmetrically. I mean, last night he won a national championship and his offices are in Shem Beckler Hall. Yeah. And Shem Beckler was his guy and he played for him and what a feeling it must be to finally deliver a national championship for the school that birthed you where you were just a cog and you were maybe you were a young quarterback looking at Bo Schembeck, like going, man, someday that's going to be me. And Harbaugh's that kind of crazy. The guy who was grabbed by Mike Ditka and tossed around by a Bears fan base and by a Bears administration for the better part of his career, I could see him saying, now is my time to go back and work out of Hallis Hall instead of Schembeckler Hall. And symmetrically seal my fate for greatness and achieve this kind of thing. I could see him aspiring to that without a doubt because of his eccentricity. But then there's all the realities of what would come with it. And there are just some places, I think, that would be 
cleaner. Like, let's run through them real quick. Like, openings that we would think would be attractive relative to the Bears. We can start mm-hmm. with the Bears. Mm-hmm. With the Bears job, can he and Kevin Warren get over their differences? How serious are their differences? Would Kevin Warren cede that type of power? Question number one, and that's obviously a series of questions. Yeah. Uh, is Jim Harbaugh comfortable with working with Ryan Poles? That's a huge question. Massive question. He's going to have a tremendous amount of power, might be able to call his own shot for GM. Yeah. How much say of personnel does he want? Does he want to hire his own GM? All of that sort of thing. So, like, the Kevin Warren part, the Ryan Poles part, the McCaskey family part. That's the next part. Are they comfortable with the wackadoodle? And are they comfortable with paying Matt Eberflus for a couple of years and they have to beat $12 million per uh, on a 10-year deal, which is what Michigan has? Like, Are they, are they prepared to pay $15 million a year or more for an NFL head coach? And you have happened upon my particular brand of learned cynicism in regards to the Bears. It's very hard for me to imagine them agreeing to what? 13, 14, 15 million dollars a year for multiple seasons for Jim Harbaugh while also paying two more years of Matt Eberflus's contract to go away when they have fired exactly one coach after two years since 1950. It's Mark Tressman. It's the only one they've fired after two years. So as Brad Biggs reported yesterday that it's a, it's a four-year contract, it's really difficult for me to imagine the McCaskies doing that. You know that phrase, why fix what's not broken, right? Yeah. If it's not broken, don't fix it. I do. G- guess what? Your head coach situation for decades has been broken. Do something that's not what's been broken. Get the wackadoodle. I, you haven't had the wha- Mark Trestman was a wackadoodle in his own right for different reasons. This guy is a wackadoodle that works. Try the wackadoodle. He, win- <laughs> he, he, win- he wins everywhere he goes. He doesn't stay there very long. There's often a ton of like, oh, napalmed bridges in his wake. But guy wins everywhere he goes. Well, Coach, you've escaped the Gatorade all this time. How sweet does this little bath feel right now? It's pretty great. You know, you watch this confetti come down. It's like thousands of confetti. It tells a story. There's a story in every one of those pieces of confetti. The amazing blue confetti. Just so proud of our team. You're kind of a wackadoodle. I don't know where you're going. There's a story, Danny, in every piece of confetti. This nope. one started out as a piece of paper. <laughs> there was a tree. <laughs> The tree was yeah. cut down. It was originally white, and then we made it yellow. That's the story of this piece of confetti. <laughs> and then someone uh, took some scissors. Right. And they cut it up. Yeah. Somebody was up there at the top of the stadium, and they unopened a bag, and all the confetti came down. That's the story of this piece of confetti. Because we discovered gravity, yeah. and it fell to the ground. And believe it or not, if oh. the other team would have won, right up there, there's some purple confetti. On, on my couch last night, my couchmate was like, why do you keep saying he's crazy? What makes him crazy? I said, okay, well, let me look it up. All right, here we go. Oh, you did a, you did a why is Jim Harbaugh crazy search? Exactly. Exactly. And, and I gave her one after the other. Well, he does slumber parties with recruits, asking them if he can sleep over there's that uh he wears cleats into their homes when he's recruiting okay did you see the video that went recirculated in the chicago twitters of him throwing out the first pitch at wrigley in full uniform and cleats 
Well, his khakis, so his full uniform. Yeah, yes. yeah, 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 yeah. Matt Caesar's tw- and, yeah, and cleats. Yeah, cleats. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. my mountains, by the way, Jim. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know. right. The khakis. Like, he wears khakis for everything. He swims in khakis. He said he showers in khakis. He has glasses of milk at steakhouses uh-huh. with his steak. He believes that milk is a natural steroid and that mm-hmm. also steak is a natural steroid. And yes, and chickens are nervous birds. Like, all this stuff. And who's hey, got it? Who has it better than you right now? Nobody. I do find that adorable. Oh, I love him, man. Oh. I, I, I love, love the him. dad. I, I love Jack Harbaugh. I'm, a, I'm all about it. I'm trying to get a hold of him, but uh, he doesn't have a cell phone what? at 84. And I'm not ready to call the landline yet because I don't think they're home. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't have a cell phone, that Jack Harbaugh. I do, I do love that guy. And truth be told, we have co-opted in my house. Though. Who's got it better than us? Nobody. That's great. Because that's fun. It's just, it just locks you into gratitude, keeps you in a good mindset if you're a little bit crazy. It helps. That's beautiful. Yeah. That, uh, it would be the gift to the content gods. And, oh, yeah, by the way, he's an offensive coach who's won in the NFL, played quarterback, and has won everywhere he's been. Did he have that team ready to go last night or what? They did. It was sl- sloppy game yeah, until was. they blew it open late. Like Just a lot of drops, a lot of bad throws like on, on both sides. It was just, it, not, not a great night. As good as Michael Penix looked against Texas, that's as bad as he looked last night. Clearly hurt. Yeah. You know, that, I think that he, he was beat up pretty good in that game. Uh, obviously didn't have as much time to prepare uh, uh, as they did for the Texas game in that spot. Simply but. known as national champions. Pull it down. Pull it down. We did that. We did that. <laughs> we did that. Great. Pull it down. Great. Your pants? <laughs> I, I don't know. The banner? You're not at... I don't even know where you are. The confetti? <laughs> it was already, it had already fallen. Yeah. I'm Jason McCarthy, kid from the Grange Park, Illinois, that's just trying to be the best he could possibly be every day. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> that's Hub's guy. He wants J.J. McCarthy and Jim Harbaugh. And I don't blame him. <laughs> Think it would work? No. I mean, I'm Jason no, I... McCarthy, kid from the Grange Park, Illinois, that's just trying to be the best he could possibly be every day. J.J.'s not going to be an NFL quarterback. Oh, yes. I think, he will. I, I, I he, think he's going to fizzle out. He's well, going to get he drafted. Hold he's... the clipboard? Come on now. Yeah, yeah he, he's going to get drafted. But, like, I wouldn't – if the Bears somehow get a second-round pick and he falls to the second round, uh-huh. like, if they trade for a second-round pick – I'm taking a flyer on J.J. McCarthy. Did you know that he's from LaGrange Park? Did you know <laughs> how many Bears, happy birthday, Mark Grody, how many Bears would J.J. McCarthy have playing for Harbaugh oh. and then coming here having been a LaGrange Park kid? Well, and- how many Bears does Harbaugh have? Oh, God. <laughs> That's 10 Bears. <laughs> At least. Yeah, I mean, yeah, new precedent, maybe. Yeah, it might, it might be on, uh, he's, got, he's on the Ditka scale. <laughs> they have their own number of Bears. Who has the most Bears? Ditka? D- Ditka. Yeah. Ditka has the most number of Bears. I mean, please. Uh, I, I don't think we were watching it, but like the bears job compared to the other ones that he is almost assuredly considering given that the NCAA is lurking at Michigan and he hired an NFL super agent. Let's compare and contrast, uh, next before chase Daniel at three. And then we'll ask Peter King at three 30 Parkinson Spiegel on the score.